Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. You, you mentioned, you know, learning how to deal with stress and pressure. Of course, that's, that's super important. When have you seen it, you know, go too far? You know, when, you know, parents or coaches or schools, it, it, do you see the situation about uh, when people put too much pressure on kids? Yeah, so I think... Um too much might be like a relative term, right? Each kid is going to be different and each family is going to be able to deal with different levels of pressure, right? And just like any type of exercise, each body is going to react differently. Um, and, and the same goes for that pressure. And so I think when we're looking at what might be too much or where that edge might be, um, I think teachers, coaches, parents need to look at what type of support they're providing to their athlete, right? If we take a kid and we throw them off the deep end per se, (laughs) and give them no tools to survive, of course, they're going to feel in over their head, no matter how quote unquote shallow the pool is, right? If with no support, with no directions, they're, they're going to feel overwhelmed. Um, but if we slowly, give them a little bit more, a little bit more, and we continue to add that support and continue to add tools to their toolbox, eventually they build up to being able to deal with massive amounts of pressure. But again, we have to look at how often we're adding this stimulus, how often we're providing support and giving them something to fall back on or a hand to reach out to, right? Kids don't learn things by just being dropped in they learn from their environment. They learn from the resources they're given. They learn from behavior that's modeled, right? So all of those things kind of play into that level of too much, I would say. Uh, you know, there's a lot of parents who listen, you know, to this podcast. And we've been all, when we grew up, you know, we saw parents kind of get, you know, out of hand, you know, from the stands or or just, you know, just getting too much into the competitive angle any advice for for parents here in in terms of of uh, how they should be at interacting with coaches and and other student players and their own kids yeah so i think um you know i think there's a couple different things to think about with that and i think that the reality is at the end of the day every parent has to recognize that the chance that their athlete becomes the next Michael Phelps or the next Simone Biles or the next, you know, I think the acronym is GOAT now, (laughs) um, is, is extremely small. 
And so when entering into any athletic team or athletic routine, you have to, you have to set out your goals, right? What do I want my kid to get out of this? What am I hoping that they learn? Or what am I hoping that they're connected to because of their time in sport? And so, you know, as a parent, identifying what your goals are for your kid, right? And that's maybe the life lessons centered around the life lessons or it's centered around the physical or mental health aspects. Um, but knowing that your child has to be able to fall in love with the sport to be great at it is something to keep in mind. Um, and as you interact with coaches, unless you're a, an expert in the field of, you know, basketball or gymnastics or whatever your child is competing in, keep in mind that your coach has gone through some sort of training, right? And that, that training has varying levels at each sport, right? The higher up you go, um, the more knowledge, expertise, and training that your coach has likely done. And so unless as a parent, you've gone through those trainings, keep in mind that your coach does have some sort of education. Um, even at the recreational level, they've gone through some sort of coach training to try and be their best for your kid. Um, speaking as a coach, uh, <laughs> we don't do it for us, right? And so keeping that in mind when you're a parent advocating for your child or interacting with a coach who's working with your child, I think is really important. Um, as far as interacting with, you know, uh, other parents or other athletes on teams, I think um, remembering to model the behavior that you would want to see from your child down the road. Um, if a teammate's getting more playing time or whatever, the way you react to that situation should be how you would want your child to react to that situation when they're in your shoes. Um our kids are sponges. <laughs> they soak up everything around them. And so if you would want your child to handle that situation with grace, as you look from the outside, remember to handle that with grace as you tackle, you know, what you might see as unfair playing time or, or you know, whatever the case may be, remember to interact with te- the, your child's teammates and parents of those teammates with grace uh, because your kid will respond accordingly. Now, the, the folks who are in charge of putting together the, the list of banned substances, is it, you know, steroids obviously have, you know, a lot of negative impact on your health. And so, you know, I guess one of the reasons to ban certain substances is because it's simply bad for you. And then I guess another reason to do it is because it's it's a form of cheating, I suppose. Is, is, are, are those the two reasons why some type of substance shows up? you know, on the ban list. Yeah. 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 And then I think you see the people who genuinely forgot to fill out the exception list, right? They have a prescription from an, of a, from a physician and they just didn't fill out the list and it is prescribed and it is needed. And you get the accidents, you get the ones who, who didn't look into what they were putting in their body. And then of course you're going to have those cases of, of cheating. Um, so I think you're looking at a couple different sub, uh, situations and it's hard to tell which is which I'm sure. And I do not envy those who have to make those decisions. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, we've seen time and time again, the athletes are responsible for what goes into their body. And so, um, as a parent of a youth athlete, 
you are responsible for knowing what is being given to your child at all times. And so, um, teaching your child how to navigate that on their own post, you know, youth sports is an important life lesson, um, for parents to work with their kid on. But I think ultimately it's, it is on the parent and the child to, to figure out what is going into their body at all times. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.